anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello there, it's Mari, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. And you know, around here, we are all about living life joyfully, one AHA moment at a time. And tonight, I am so excited because I have a special guest on tonight that has been a part of my spiritual uh, development since I guess 1994, maybe earlier, maybe 1993, and I'm so honored uh, that Daryl Anka is on tonight. Um, who He's a world-renowned channel of Bashar, and we're going to get into speaking with Daryl and all of the wonderful things that he has contributed um, with his channeling of Bashar, and we have so much planned for you tonight. So, you know, we start this this conversation off every week with a little bit of housekeeping, so I'm going to go ahead and do that, and then we're going to jump into chatting with Daryl. And um, first of all, things are kind of nice and even keeled. Does it feel that way to you? I mean, it seems like the energy is, is, you know, we're not in a retrograde. We're kind of in a waning moon, kind of waiting uh, for that next um, new moon to come. But things are things are nice and even. So this is the time, you guys, to really just be pushing forward, making your plans taking lots and lots of action um, and just really moving forward with all of your, your plans and things. No sitting around, no being a wallflower. If you want something, now's the time. Use this energy while it's going in a, in the right direction for you to really get things done. So, so that's a good thing. And uh, we have a lot going on on the calendar. I've been booking guests and we're working on the whole, you know, on the, you know, me, I work, on the whole year at the same time. And we have some amazing people coming on. Shakti Gawain, I want you to mark a calendar. Shakti Gawain, um, who is just a classic uh, spiritual leader. She's just been around uh, forever. <laughs> She'll be on the show on March 20th. And we have, um, uh, she also, she wrote the book Creative Visualization and Living in the Light. And she has her 25th anniversary of, of that book, Living in the Light. So we're going to have her on on March 20th. On February 14th, on Valentine's Day, Sandy Ann Taylor. I know most of you know her from our last telesummit. Uh, Sandra Ann Taylor is going to be on. And we're, we're going to be talking about relationships because I know you've been giving me so many relationship questions. So I gave her a ring and I said, hey, you've got this amazing book on relationships, even though it was like her first book. And she's had a zillion books since 
then she agreed to come on, and we're going to do a whole show on relationships. So definitely uh, Valentine's Day is the perfect day for that. I'm going a little bit backwards here. Um, and then Dr. Dane is going to be on on February 16th, and he's going to be doing a whole show on the body and body whispering, really learning how to talk to your body and all of the things that us um, that we can do as light workers to get that intuitive information that we want and to, to get our bodies to have a, a really good communication with our, with a, you know, us and our bodies having a really good communication with each other so we can lose weight with ease, so we can move with ease, so you can eliminate pain without all the medications and all the different things. So that should be a really good show too. And of course, finally, as far as calendars are concerned, you want to make sure you mark your calendars for April 22nd to May 2nd. That's our next tele-summit. The Truth, Triumph, and Transformation Telesummit. Okay, so we're going to have 12 speakers over 12 days. We're going to be doing all kinds of really fun stuff. I'm going to have some special bonus speakers on this time. And the folks that are signing up, I think you're going to be very excited about. So um, I want you to, to keep that on your calendar and just uh, we'll, we'll get the, we're getting the website and everything together for that. So you'll hear more about it. But you know me, I just want to start letting you know now so you can plan that time for yourself. So, okay, so I'm not going to take any more time with housekeeping because I want to get into speaking with Daryl. Um, he has been channeling Bashar for, I think, 26 years now. And um, I know that for myself, I love to get channeled information. I know we've talked about this before, but channeled information is like getting it from the source. You know, we have, you're familiar with Lee Carroll and Cryon. You might be familiar with Esther Hicks and Abraham, with Edgar Casey's material with with Seth, um, Jane Roberts uh, channeled Seth, and these are just these are the pla- this is the place where you get the information that is pure and rich and fresh, and it's kind of where all of the other folks who are kind of synthesizing um, things in their books, you know, talking about. Uh, the, Various things, you know, our modern day writers take a lot of this channeled information and then they sort of interpret it and create a lot of the books that you're used to seeing. But this is where you get the the good, fresh, raw material, the new stuff, the stuff you haven't heard before. So Daryl won't be won't be actually channeling Bashar tonight. We're going to be doing an interview with Daryl, but I wanted to get you familiar um, with his work, with the work of Bashar, which has been so powerful and such a backbone in my own personal spiritual development. And you know, I never ask you to consider anything if I haven't personally done it myself. So without further ado, I'd like to say hi to Daryl. Daryl, are you there? I am here. Hi, Mari. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. Well, first of all, thank you very much for your gracious invitation to be on the show. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I'm thrilled, and I um, I want you all to know that if you'd like to call in and ask uh, Daryl a question tonight, it's uh, the number to call in is three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So that's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. In our second segment, right after the break, we'll start taking some of your questions. I know that um, several of you have also emailed questions, so we're gonna try to get to some of those as well. But for right now, Daryl, let's talk about Bashar and let's talk about how you started the channel because that is something that this audience is familiar with for sure. But for those who are new to our community and and to the whole idea of channeling, can you talk about how you got started doing uh, doing all of this and how you met Bashar? Certainly. Um, <clears throat> very briefly. Well, I, actually, I've been channeling for 28 years. Wow. And, okay. and um, the, the incident that really kicked it off was something that happened 38 years ago, 10 years, 
before the channeling started, Mm -hmm. which was uh, that I had two very, very close broad daylight UFO sightings here over Los Angeles, where I live. First time about 150 feet away, second time only about 70 feet away, with witnesses both times, a black equilateral triangular ship about 20 to 30 feet on each side. And after having seen something like that, uh, which was really amazing, I wanted to learn much more about what I had just seen because I'd always, of course, heard that you know UFOs might exist and I'd heard other reports of people seeing them. But once I saw something like that myself and seeing it twice, uh, I knew now that there was something going on in the world that was not what we thought. So I started doing a lot of research in the years that followed and eventually came across other kinds of metaphysical books and information And 10 years after the UFO sightings, I was actually introduced to a channel who was conducting seminars at the time, and I attended those seminars for a few months just to listen to the information and further my research. And I thought there was some very interesting information coming out of those seminars, but eventually the entity coming through that channel actually offered to teach a channeling class. And I went into the class not because I thought I was going to become a channel. I just wanted to learn how something like that could be taught and further my research into the whole subject. The class was basically a 12-week course, a series of guided meditations to put you in touch with other levels of your own consciousness or however you wanted to use it. Because the thing that I fundamentally learned about channeling is that channeling is a natural state. We all do it. We all have the capacity. And it's that state where an actor becomes the character, a singer is lost in the song, or you're doing something you love to do and don't notice the passage of time. That is a channeling state. What I also learned is that in that state, obviously you can connect not only with other levels of your own consciousness, but also perhaps with other consciousnesses in other dimensions, depending on how you focus. But when I was going through the meditations about halfway through the course, I received in one moment what felt like somebody shoving a CD in my head with all this information that was suddenly there in a split second and the information that opened up in my mind through that telepathic contact from Bashar was that I now remembered having made an agreement to do this channeling with him in this life. I understood that the UFO had been shown to me by him on purpose to get me to start doing the research I needed to do so that when it came time to do the channeling, I would be better prepared. And the question that was there in my mind at the same time from Bashar was, now that you remember you made an agreement and now that you know it's time to begin, is this something you still want to do? I had to think about it for a while because I wasn't actually sure at that particular moment whether I was hallucinating or whether this was just a side effect of the meditation. But eventually I got enough validation for myself that something real was happening, and I decided to continue and see where it would go. Eventually a woman doing the first doctoral thesis on the connection between psychology and channeling asked me to be one of her subjects to do her paper, and so I started channeling in her living room so she could take her notes. She would invite friends over. I would channel for them. And one thing led to another, where the first week was five friends, the second week 10, the third week 20. And we just started having to do it in two times a week, two houses a week. And then eventually, within the year, we had to start renting auditoriums because there were just so many people that wanted to be a part of the experience. And from that, word of mouth spread. And now I've channeled in various countries all over the world for the past 28 years. Amazing. Amazing. That I love I love hearing those opening the channel stories from everybody. It's so cool. It's so cool. So um one of the things that 
I want to talk about is is Bashar. Let's let's talk about who is Bashar. I know he's from Asasani and and for me, yeah. he's like a dear friend. Um, <laughs> Bashar, Bashar presents himself as an extraterrestrial consciousness. He's not a disembodied spirit. Uh, this is, according to him, a telepathic contact. What I was trained to do in the channeling class was to adjust my brainwave frequencies to become something closer to his frequency. He adjusts his, and somewhere in the middle we lock. And you get a model of his thoughts and a translation of his thoughts in my body, out of my language. Um, He does present himself, like I said, as an extraterrestrial being. This, from his point of view, is the beginning of how their society initiates contact with another civilization. Uh, They make an agreement with someone to channel through them so that they can deliver information that can be presented in a manner where no one necessarily is forced to believe that the entity is real. And this makes the focus on the information itself, which is the most important thing and gives us the opportunity to decide whether or not we want to believe in this information, whether or not we want to apply this information in our lives. They completely leave it up to us so that they're not forcing us to go one way or another. And that's really one of the main and very important things that I always like to get across. No one has to believe that Bashar is real. I certainly have absolutely no way of proving that he exists. This could be another level of my own consciousness. But the bottom line is that we really actually all do have the ability to tap into source and get the same kind of information that the channeling state does provide when it gives you a bigger perspective, a broader point of view, and access to things that you might not think of on a day-to-day basis. But if Bashar is, as he says, truly an extraterrestrial being, then the importance here is that we're having a dialogue with a being that is initiating contact with our world and someday soon, hopefully, uh, they will actually be able to meet us face-to-face based on what rate and in what way we apply this information and make the changes on our planet that are necessary to initiate open contact with another civilization. Amazing. So the the question I know that I can feel is coming up is how do you know if you have a contract to channel? And I, I'm asking this because um, we have a series that I've been conducting called the Lightworkers Toolkit, and a lot of the lightworkers listening are are kind of coming to those crossroads where they're feeling highly intuitive, like there's something that's there, but they're not quite sure how to tap in. Is there any right. advice you could give them to know if they have a channeling contract? Well, absolutely. Well, Like I said, first of all, channeling is a natural state. We can all do it. So it, it really first and foremost comes down to, is that something you actually want to do? Right. Uh, is that something that excites you? Is that something you're passionate about? And I've always found for myself uh, this to be true and for all the other channels that I know is if that really is your passion, then your life will arrange itself synchronistically to bring you the opportunities and the circumstances and the situations that will give you the added information you need and the opportunities you need to begin to practice. And uh, it's happened that way for me. It's happened that way for everyone that I know that has gone to do that in public. But it's not even something that necessarily has to be done that way. Um, Again, because it's a natural state, anytime you begin to act on anything that you're passionate about, you enter the channeling state. And whatever you need to connect to in that state to further and expand and grow your ability to remain in that state will unfold synchronistically in your life. So it's really just about getting the ball rolling by taking action and allowing that ball to continue to roll and bring you whatever it is you need as the next step. 
because as Bashar often explains, the idea of excitement and passion is not only the driving engine in our lives, but also the organizing principle. It will actually bring in the correct order all the things that you need to have attracted to you to allow you to continue on that path as long as you're willing to take action on that path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the whole thing is the willingness to take action, right? The willingness Absolutely. to receive it. Yeah, because it's a physical reality, and so you can't just necessarily sit there and do nothing. If energy is flowing in, the whole point of energy flowing in is to apply that energy and ground that energy in this reality so that it has effect in our physical world. Yeah, beautiful. I I love that because... I hear that. I hear that so much. And, you know, and it's funny. I'm I'm kind of surprised that these questions are going this way, but I'm certainly I'm just pulling it as it comes up. Um, mm-hmm. What happens, this is something that I, I work with intuitives all the time and teach them how to do, be professional psychics and intuitives and stuff. And one of the questions that always comes up is, how do I get confidence? Um <laughs> <laughs> So I want your answer. I have. I always have my own set of answers, but I'd love to hear okay. your take well, on that. Well, uh, first and foremost, I guess the first question that I would ask, and I know the first question Bashar would probably ask is, why do you feel you lack confidence? What's behind the feeling that you don't have any? Um, because it all comes down to the idea of what you believe to be true in terms of what generates the experience we have in our lives. And I know for a fact that the channeling that has happened to me is just as much for me to process the things I need to process as it is for the people listening to the entity coming through me. So the first order of business would be to get in touch with why you feel inadequate to do that because the point really is, if you allow it to be obvious, if you've attracted that energy, if you're passionate about that, you're passionate about it and you've attracted it for a reason. And that means you are capable of doing it because if you weren't capable of doing it, you wouldn't have been able to attract it. So that, to me, right there should be the first order of recognizing that you have the ability and therefore that can give you the confidence to move forward. Um, But the question to me is you need to explore the beliefs that tell you that you are not able to do it, the beliefs that make you feel the lack of confidence, and find out what you're holding on to that doesn't serve you. Mm, Beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. So you guys have heard it from someone other than me. This is one. (laughs) (laughs) So there, now, okay. (laughs) Exactly. I love having a little backup, you know. (laughs) So um, before we go, I don't want to get into a huge topic before we take our first break. Can you believe we're already just two minutes off of our first break? But um, (laughs) you must be channeling. (laughs) I I must be. I wanted to ask you, I wanted to go into a little bit about uh, this whole idea of co-creation because, and that's, a, you know, of course, Mari asked that one minute before break. Um, <laughs> we may but, need to come back after and answer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I wanted to, I think this this whole idea of the 2012 energy and um, and kind of this new turning of the energy and our abilities um, increasing and amplifying and all of these things have been coming up. I've seen it in the questions that were coming in. I'm seeing it, you know, in a lot of questions that have come in on other shows. Um, this idea of really being able to be masters of our own, you know, I guess, universe, right? Our own uh, ability to not just... Uh, well, I think the idea really is that it's the it's about recognizing that we are masters. 
it's not about becoming, it's about remembering that we are and acting like we are and letting go of the things that stop us from realizing what already is true. Mm, wonderful. Okay, so we're going to just... Uh hold that for a second and we're going to go to our first break um, and when we come back we're going to take some questions we're going to talk a little bit more about this co-creation and I want to talk more about 2012 and uh, just what this energy that we're in and some of these dates that everyone's coming up with that uh, are making everyone sort of say okay is there going to be life after these dates? So, <laughs> oh I think so. So I think so too. So when we come back, uh, we'll get to all that. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, don't be shy, and no question is a bad question. Uh, the number is three four seven two one five nine four eight five. That's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. I'm Mari. You're listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. 
the Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. And I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beingyouclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beingyouclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? beingyouclass.com. We're back from our first break, and tonight we are speaking with Daryl Anka all about Bashar and all things uh, esoteric and galactic and <laughs> channeling and all kinds of fun stuff tonight. And um, if you want to call in and ask a question, let me give you the number one more time. It's 347-215-9485. So, Daryl, let's, let's, I know on the break we were talking a little bit about um 2012. Can we talk about this this energy and some of these dates? I the dates that I have been hearing about are May 5th, 2012, 12 12 12 and 12 21 12. So can we talk about a little bit about what um you and, yeah. and Bashar's take on these dates? Yes, certainly. Well, well Bashar has been primarily focused on the date that that most people are focused on, which is the uh winter solstice date of 12 21 12, which I guess in a sense, officially represents the crossing of the threshold. Now, he's described this, that it's not like we haven't been accelerating. It's not like we haven't been ascending. For anyone who's exploring any kind of integrative philosophy or spirituality or growth in that nature, those people have been raising their vibration all along for many, many years. 2012 represents the idea of the crossing of a threshold or the tipping of a scale to him. It's like the leading edge of our consciousness. It's like the, the bow shock or when you finally break through the sound barrier and there's that kaboom. To him, it's that tipping of the scales that represents crossing from a, a world and a reality <clears throat> that has been perhaps mostly negative in energy overall for many thousands of years until now finally crossing that threshold, it will for the first time in many thousands of years be slightly more positive than negative. And that means it can start to snowball and accelerate in the positive direction. And those that are willing to match that frequency can ride that wave forward and accelerate and amplify and magnify that energy in a much more integrated, much more accelerated, much more effortless way. So there's that aspect of it that Bashar has talked about. 
he's also talked about the fact that it, it from their perspective and their civilization, it represents what he would perhaps euphemistically call the end of the quarantine of Earth. In other words, a lot of ET civilizations, according to him, have had kind of a hands-off policy on Earth, letting us figure out what we want to do and where we want to go without a lot of interference. Now he's saying that after 2012, their laws, in a sense, are not going to prevent them from contacting us anymore, but that doesn't mean that they're going to have ships landing everywhere the next day. What it means is they're now going to take their cue from us in terms of when we believe we're ready as a society to have more and more and more open contact with other civilizations. And I think one of the key uh, events or one of the key pieces of information that will help accelerate us in that direction is something that he has said he senses will probably most likely happen between 2015 and 2017, and that is that for the first time our civilization will have discovered something, and he won't say what it is, he's not implying anything in particular, but he says that in those years our civilization will discover something that ultimately proves the existence of extraterrestrial life in some form. And once we know for a fact that ET life can exist, he says that will change our mindset in such a way as to really accelerate us toward the idea of open contact within perhaps no more than a decade or two after that. But 2012 is the beginning of that acceleration. It's also something he's called the splitting prism, where for a long time we've had different people with different vibrations and different realities kind of sharing the same space. But he says it's like like a bunch of trains leaving the station in different directions. The energies will start to diverge and split from that point so that at a certain point many years down the road, if you're not already on the train you want to be on, it's going to be much tougher to switch tracks at that point because all of the energies and all the frequencies are going to start to diverge. So it's very important to sort of be on the train you want to be on now. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I know we got one email question, um, and and I thought this was a curious question. I, and I we've gotten a lot of them, so I'm just going to ask this one because I want to get to the callers on the mm-hmm. on the line. One is: um, Is everyone's body going to be rejuvenated back to around that of the 25 to 35 year old? I'm like, hey, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> I think there's a great potential for rejuvenation. I don't think that will happen for everyone because I don't think it needs to happen for everyone. However, I think the more people live in the moment the more they stay in the energy of their natural true state, I think they all will experience some degree of rejuvenation on some level. I don't think that necessarily means everyone will actually go backwards to being a 25-year-old. But I think that they will be able to instill a great deal of health, a great deal of energy within themselves. I think they can have um, an attitude and an energy of uh, youth within them, no matter at what stage they are in their maturity. Um, But I think that, you know, it's possible for some people, but I don't think it's relevant for everyone to necessarily go that extreme. Now, I think perhaps farther in the future, that might be something that will become the norm, like Bashar's people, where they reach a certain point and they don't really appear to age beyond that point. So I do think it's possible for us. I don't think it's necessarily probable for most of us. But I certainly think it's attainable in terms of an energy state, and some definitely, some rejuvenation is definitely possible if we stay in the present. Stay in the present. That I love. That is 
that's very, very powerful. Um, okay, so let's get to some of the questions on the line. Let's see. We have Karen in Ontario. Karen, are you there? Let me see if we can get you. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hi, Karen. How Hi. are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Thank you all for doing this wonderful show. And my question was, how does one know, and I and I think it was answered at the beginning of the show. I should have listened before I asked. Um, and I think the answer was, I wanted to know, how do, how does one um, know if there's a possibility that they could channel? Um, and if, I guess what you were saying is, if we listened intuitively to the answers within, that, that's, is that a form of channeling? Well, yes, it is, but I think, like I said, it's more than that. It's one knows by taking action on the things that, that you are most passionate about, because as soon as you actually make that commitment to take action on those things, mm-hmm. your life itself will unfold in a synchronistic way to prove to you that that's the path, because as Bashar has explained it, excitement is our physical body's translation of the vibrational energy that actually represents our true core natural self it's like your compass needle pointing to your true magnetic north so the more you act on the things that contain the highest amount of excitement the more your life is capable of unfolding in a way that demonstrates to you in no uncertain terms that that's your true path and that's how you know absolutely beautiful thank you you're welcome thank you so much thanks thanks for calling in karen Okay, let's see. We have another Karen on the line from Oregon. Karen, are you there? I am here. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. How can we help you tonight? Oh, you have already helped immensely, but I am here. (laughs) Thank you. Not only, well, and I was going to ask for your blessing, but it's already occurred. And now... It was interesting that you used the word train because I am instrumental in helping to co-create the United We Strike 2012 Peace Train, which composed of three-day marathons. We just had our first one, incorporating people all over the world to come together so that we can educate ourselves and prepare ourselves. And then the, the way to actually put peace into the demands is the withholding of our energy from these sources that are are distracting us so much and I would like to invite you and Bashar and Mari and everyone listening because if there is more of a way to help unite heaven and earth in order to co-create heaven on earth. Yes. Well exactly I, you're already acting on your passion and I think um uh, when you talk about the idea of withholding energy from uh, those vibrations that are not compatible, it's really about the idea of, of just choosing to stay in the energy that you prefer, because once you do, you will simply all automatically be incompatible and invisible to energies that are not of the same vibration. So it's not even about necessarily having to intentionally withhold anything. It's just about intending to be who you wish to be, and whatever is not your vibration from that point forward simply won't be able to affect you. I love that. Thank you. Then I have one other uh, question. Yes. And that is... Uh, that a vision or, or an idea has come to me with trying to meditate, where when I inhale, I inhale all that is good and miraculous and loving, and when I exhale, I exhale out the negativity, the toxins, and I would like guidance on this because I'm open to uh, misinterpretation, but 
when we're speaking right. of energy. Well, I'm going to I'm going to answer the way I know Bashar would answer, and what he's talked about many times is based on this, what he calls permission slips. And basically what he means by that is any tool, any technique, any ritual that you believe works for you is what you've attracted as your permission slip to allow you to give yourself permission to be more of who you are. So the idea is to trust your imagination in the way it delivers any kind of technique to you because your imagination is key to your frequency and it's giving you the images and the actions and the tools and the techniques that are specifically aligned with your frequency, therefore the ones that work best for you. So it doesn't matter what the permission slip is, whatever you believe works best for you is what works best for you at that moment. So that's your permission slip, and nothing is wrong or right about it. It's just what's relevant for you. Thank you. The website, unitedwestrike.com. Oops. Okay. So... (laughs) Wow, that was, those are some actually very, very good questions. Very, very powerful questions. So um, let me ask you this: when we, when we're talking about uh, this new energy coming in, I know that a lot of people have been concerned about some sort of earth change that's going to also accompany these dates. Does Bashar have any particular feeling on earth changes or any direction for people? Yes, I mean, certainly the Earth is going through changes just as we are because we're all connected. Now, how you experience those changes, again, is based on the idea of your frequency. You can experience transformation in a positive, smooth way. You can experience transformation in a catastrophic way. It depends on your frequency because the idea is that it's going to be experienced based on whatever you most strongly believe or fear will happen. Because the idea simply is is that we're in charge and we're in control of exactly what kind of realities we're shifting to. From Bashar's perspective, it's not even about the idea of being in the same world. To him, there's an infinite number of probable Earths that we're actually shifting through and shifting from one to the other literally, literally billions of times per second. So from his point of view... Every change you make within yourself shifts your frequency and actually literally shifts you to another parallel reality that is already more reflective of the vibrational change you've made within yourself. So it's not about changing the world you're in. It's about changing yourself and shifting to a world that's already in existence, that's more reflective of the vibration you've changed to. So whatever vibration you are will determine the reality you shift to And the way in which you experience that series of shifts will determine how you experience what we call a transformation or a transition. Beautiful. So so that would mean if you are in a state that's prone to earthquakes and you're constantly focusing on some earthquake that's going to make the state go away, Mm -hmm. you might position yourself based on your choice to be in, in alignment with that vibration to experience an earthquake, right? Let me give you a perfect example. Okay. My wife and I moved into this house right before the 94 earthquake in Los Angeles. All the blocks around us, all the chimneys fell down. There was a lot of damage to the house. There was no damage to our house whatsoever except for the fact that the jostling broke the water heater, which was the only thing in the house that needed replacing anyway. And so the landlord, because of the earthquake, was forced to pay for the, re- the new water heater. That's how we experience the earthquake, because of our vibration. Exactly. 
Wonderful. So I hope everyone listening who has these uh, conspiracy theories and, uh, you know, these these very hardcore views on what's absolutely going to happen and realize that we, this yeah. is again about that co-creation, right? This is about Exactly. It doesn't mean that there aren't people who have negative intentions because obviously there are. But the point is, is they can't affect you if you don't buy into that frequency. And by being in fear about what you think they can do, you're actually reinforcing the energy they're putting out and making their reality more concrete for yourself. So if you just have the energy that you prefer, then it doesn't matter what anyone else's intention is. You will only experience the effect in your life based on the vibration you're giving off. Really, from Bashar's point of view, and he said this over and over again, if you really just stop and think about it, this is just simple energy physics. What you put out is what you get back. So powerful. Well, you know what? We just made it to our next break, and uh, we're just moving along so nicely. We are nicely. clipping like a train. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going. Boy, I love it. I love it. So, um, okay, first things first, if you'd like to call in, we still have a few more minutes on the other side of the break for some more questions. So the number is 347-215-9485, 347-215-9485. If you are holding on, don't hang up because we will try to get to you on the other side of the break. And uh, I guess that's about it. For, oh, Daryl has a movie coming out, so we're going to talk about that when we get on the other side of the break, too, so you don't want to go away. Um, and that's it. We'll be back in just a few moments. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. We'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Hi, this is Dr. Dean here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. And I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beingyouclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beingyouclass.com. 
Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? BeingYouClass.com Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. our second break and tonight we are speaking with Daryl Anka who channels Bashar and having a really great conversation I don't know I'm having such a good time on the breaks <laughs> you know the whole thing is just I'm so excited I'm just like buzzing here I want to get to our, uh, our wonderful caller who's been sitting waiting for us and then we'll then we're going to talk more about um, some of the stuff that you're up to Daryl uh, let's see Vivian in Canada are you still there Hi, I'm Stuber. Can you hear me clearly? Uh, pretty clearly. How are you? How can we help you today? I'm great. Um, I'm just wondering. I'm. I know I'm a live worker, but I have no idea what generation I'm from, and how it go against my Christian belief. And you know, I know health exists. So that's the important thing. And I, I you know, I'm you. sorry. I can I can actually not hear you very well. The the connection is is a little muddled. So I'm not sure what you're saying. Basically, I'm saying that I wonder what generation of life worker I am, and also wonder um, how it go against the Christianity that I was upbringing. I feel like I'm confused, and you know, worried. Okay, I heard. I heard the word. I heard the word generation of something, but I didn't hear the something of what. And I heard that you're a little confused because of your particular upbringing. 
upbringing and Christianity. She's saying that okay. what, what generation of light, she's trying to figure out what generation of light worker she is, and she's concerned about that going against her Christianity. I see. Okay. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how to answer the idea of what generation of light work you are. Uh, everything exists really at the same time. So to me and from Bashar's perspective, time and linear time really isn't an issue in this. It's it's you define yourself to be whatever you wish to be right now. So however you choose to define yourself as a light worker, it really doesn't matter what generation you are. You can be how whatever kind of a light worker you want to be right now. With regard to the idea of any particular religious upbringing, I don't really think <clears throat> that there has to be a contradiction from my perspective, from Bashar's perspective. The things that um, Jesus himself was saying. Uh, I think are very much in keeping with the idea of expressing the kinds of things that we're talking about now in in metaphysical terms. So there, although there may be some differences in terms of the way the organized religion expresses uh, their take on Jesus and the Christ consciousness, I think that if you are simply being a Christ-like person and acting out of unconditional love and following your passion to the best of your ability, you are doing all the things that Jesus talked about. Would uh, me putting my tarot card back below my uh, pillow help me with my intuition? I didn't. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. Was putting your tarot cards below your what? Pillow. You know, below your pillow, but underneath your pillow help you with your intuition. Well, again, this is what we talked about before in terms of permission slips. All tools, all techniques, all rituals and all such objects are simply permission slips. And if you believe that's what will work for you to give yourself permission to open your intuition up, then by all means do it. But remember, the cards aren't really doing it for you. You're doing it anyway. The cards are just triggering you because you are using them as a permission slip to give yourself permission to be more of who you are. So it is more like yeah. not what the card typically means, but how it means to me when I read the cards. Because I got different uh, technical terms uh, associated with certain cards, but okay, Vivian, Vivian, uh, Vivian, I'm going to have to stop you because we really can't understand what you're saying. So the connection's really bad. But hopefully, hopefully the the information you got was helpful. I'm sorry, I actually just lost the connection too. So yeah, um, okay, um, Mari. Yes. Is it possible that I can call you back on another line? I'm actually about to lose the battery on this phone. Oh, <laughs> sure. Let me call you right back from okay. the other number I gave you, all right? Okay. All okay, right. everybody, hang on. <laughs> and we're going to we're going to do just a little technical sh shifting here. It's unbelievable. So, if you know, you know, this is the I love this whole idea of channeling because I have so many of you who have called me and written to me um, and, and worked with me actually in, in opening this and opening your intuition. And it's so important to be able to um, allow it to come forward. You know, people think that you have to be some sort of special being or, you know, I've heard people say, well, I don't think I'm a light worker. Well, I don't think I'm intuitive. That's for someone else. That's for, you know, some sort of, you know, other kind of professional or, or, or something. And it's really not. You know, we're all born with this capacity. And I think that that was really cool that that's, um, you know, that's come up for today because, I, 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 even on the break, I was asking um, Daryl, I said, you know, I, I channel myself. 
And when if you watch his videos, if you go to YouTube and you just put in Bashar, or you put in Daryl Anka and you put in Bashar, you'll see that Daryl actually allows a lot of his body to be used when he's doing these um, these transmissions. And what he was basically um, saying is that you know it's really a matter of you allowing yourself to sort of partner with that energy, not be taken over by that energy. So you don't really have to worry too much about um, about that process and just allow yourself to move forward. So I think, let me just see. Are you back on, Daryl? I am yeah. here. Okay, wonderful. Good. All right, so let's move forward. Let's talk a little bit about your next projects. I know you've been working on a film. Can you tell us a little yes. bit about that? Absolutely. Um, I've been in the film business for about 35 years, but mostly in special effects and design, storyboards and such. But in the last few years, I've been uh, shifting over to writing, producing, directing. And uh, our production company is just about to complete our first film. It is a fictional documentary called Dearly Departed. And it is shot as if we took a camera into the spirit world and interviewed dead people to get their take on life after death. Interesting. Interesting. So, tell us a little bit more. Like it is it Well, it's based it's based on the ideas and a lot of the reports that people have reported from near-death experiences about what they believe they experienced on the other side, what the spirit world is like, what they brought back with them in terms of their feelings, their knowledge, their intuition and understanding from having had that experience. But we didn't we wanted to present this information because I find it fascinating, but we didn't want to do it just as a dry documentary. So mm-hmm. we figured, well, what if we actually could take a camera into the spirit world and ask the spirits themselves who are on the other side what it's like and what they've learned and how they died and where they're going and all that kind of stuff. And so we just figured, well, why not just make the film that way? So we wrote the script that way. We hired the actors to get to play the spirits, and we just pretended that we did, in fact, take a camera into the spirit world and talk to them directly to get the lowdown on what's going on. So the film kind of serves two functions. Not only does it sort of present ideas about what the afterlife may have in store for us when we get there, but it also helps people focus on the idea of their lives before they die. And in other words, from talking with the spirits, we learn about things that maybe they would like to have changed about their lives before they died. And so that gives us an opportunity to contemplate those things now. So it serves those two functions, and and I think we're very excited about this film coming out, and uh, we'll be talking to distributors to see uh, when we can get it into a theater near you. Awesome. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. I know from producing films myself, that's a huge, huge undertaking. And it's so amazing that, um, you you know, actually you just sparked a question in me. I just stopped my own sentence. You just sparked a question in me because this is something that comes up all the time. Um, so this is a great place to ask this question. And that sure. is um, the question of life purpose comes up. And people try to feel, well, not try, but a lot of people feel like they have one purpose. And if they're not on that purpose, they're off purpose. And it's amazing to me that you've been channeling Bashar for 28 years. And mm-hmm. now you're segueing into the film and I know you had that, you were kind of parallel careering, right, with your film yes. background and everything. But yes. which one do you think is your purpose? You think it's all your purpose, right? I think they are both expressions of mm-hmm. my purpose. And I think mm-hmm. that basically we all have the same purpose. We have different expressions of purpose, but we all have the same purpose, which is to be ourselves as fully as we can because we're unique. 
And by being ourselves as fully as we can, then we are fulfilling the idea of expressing the creation that we are. And how we do that is really up to us, but it's really representative of what excites us the most. And if there's more than one way in which we wish to express that excitement, I think they all fall under the overall umbrella of being our fullest selves as best as we can, and that that's actually our fundamental mission in life. Awesome. That's great. So let me um, let me just say this. What what uh, website can everybody go to to learn more about you and Bashar? For Bashar information, our website from Bashar Communications is www.bashar.org. That's B-A-S-H-A-R.org. And there's a lot of information there about many of the hundreds of seminars that Bashar has given over the years. CDs, DVDs are available and also our schedule for what's coming up next in terms of other public events and um, so on and so forth. They can go and find out all sorts of information there. And there's a video gallery there too, right? So you can, see, yes. you can really see you in action, which is amazing. I, I was watching so many of those recently and it's just so much fun. Um, I wanted to see and oh and as far as the film is concerned is there a specific place they can go to yet or is that going to be forthcoming there there is a trailer on the on my production company website which is ziafilms.com that's z as in zebra i a f as in frank i l m s ziafilms.com they can go and uh touch the dearly departed button click on the video and they can see a trailer for the movie there Awesome. Okay, so ZiaFilms.com. ZiaFilms.com. Now, also coming up in the future, uh, although we're just in the very beginning stages of this uh, with regard to Bashar Communications, is we are going to be doing a Bashar documentary uh, and how I became a channel, what Bashar is all about, because that's also never been done before. So I think that will also in some ways be very helpful for people that are interested in channeling, at least in the way I do. Um, because no one's ever told the story about how anyone ever became a channel before. And so we're working on that as well. Oh, fabulous. I'm I'm looking forward to all of this. This is going to be really good. Um, All right, so we have about three minutes left to the show, believe it or not. And I wanted to know if we could – I I know Bashar talks about so many things. Are there any um, points that you think would be great parting points for people um, or a particular – focus or perspective? I think one of the most important things that he talks about right now, because it's so rampant in our society, is this issue of our lack of self-worth. From Bashar's perspective, the idea really is, is that, you know, creation does not make mistakes. And if you exist, then obviously there is value in you, and you belong in creation. And without you, creation would not be complete. So at the very least, he says, why are you arguing with creation about your worth? Obviously, if you had no worth, you wouldn't exist because creation simply does not make mistakes. So this idea of self-worth is something that I think people need to get a handle on. They need to value themselves, love themselves, and really start acting on the things that define them, which is their highest passion, because by doing that, they're really going to make the most profound change in themselves and the most profound change in the world that they experience around them. Amazing. Thank you. That's that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. And what else, you know, what else is there to say <laughs> after <laughs> Have that? Have fun. Have fun. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, should be a joy sense. ride. It's a joy ride. There's yeah. not a. It's not about struggling or suffering. It's not about obstacles or problems. It's about redefining your reality to allow challenges to be exciting and interesting and expansive. Mm, wonderful. Well, that goes right in keeping with the model that I always say at the end of our show. So, um, you know, everybody, first of all, Daryl, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I know you're. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mari, for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, my best to you and Sam. Thank you so thank much. You. And I look forward to speaking with you again. Yes, thank you. And so hang on there for a second. We're going to um, uh, end tonight's show with. Uh, with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want and you absolutely deserve it too. So we will see you next week, everybody. Have a great night. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and Twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments. We can't wait to see you there.
Thank you. 